What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 476th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, SBJ. With me is Greg. Hello. It's state fair time. I will be going to the state fair tomorrow. I have the day off, and I'm very excited about it, to eat all the bad foods. And after this very recording, I have to make my list of the things that I want to try so we don't waste time on things that are bad. That would be a, a good TikTok, Greg. Top 10 state fair things. Yeah. And then... Like, literally everybody else in Minnesota does that. Also, TikTok's a garbage <laughs> platform, and I don't know why you use it. It's because it I like garbage. Yes, you eat garbage, you ingest garbage both I'm, with your mouth my, and I'm, with your eyes make and garbage. with your ears. <laughs> and then you produce garbage for others to put into their eyes and ears. Uh -huh. It's just a bad cycle, and I'm sad that I'm a part of it. Will is also a part of it. And I was going to say, uh, it, we actually need to recharacterize this podcast as <laughs> it's not it's not Steve, Greg, and Will, it's... The one who makes unfounded generalizations, the one with unreasonable expectations, or cheats at commander. What? Take your pick. And I did not the cheat. one who's sane, reasonable, and correct. I mean, you cheat at commander. You All were right. like, I'm going to zap this, and I'm going to zap that, and I'm going to just dump this card here, and then zap this out, and then I'm going to dump this over here. Cheater. I didn't, I, I didn't know the there cards. was All I was trying to do was make... Dinosaur cats. That's all. I was just trying to make <laughs> dinosaur cats, and nobody wanted to let me make dinosaur cats. Nobody wanted me to let pu pull artifacts out of out of nowhere and put them on the battlefield. I wasn't in that game, and oh. nobody wanted me to do oh to bring out angels, including my deck, because I couldn't pull them. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, Steve. He's uh, literally. Greg gets to this one point in the game, and he literally takes like a, a dry erase board card draws a heart on it and says okay i can't be killed now well how is that, that not cheating it's because it was sierra's ultimate which you had uh -huh, warned uh -huh, everybody sure, about uh -huh. and nobody did anything about uh -huh, so i was like fine sure. i'll take mm -hmm. it i only have two other ways of doing that in that deck anyways only two other ways <laughs> i feel like we all have i i feel like we also, all have that friend that Always cheats in every like tabletop slash board game. The actually the best. Well, I mean, yeah, we're all friends with the same guy. Yeah, <laughs> the best play I made in that entire game was convincing everybody to go after Vince. Because <laughs> Vince, Vince is ninety nine percent the problem at the table. Vince was not necessarily the problem at the table at it. that game. I knew it. <laughs> I was a bigger problem at the table, but y'all, Vince was I more not learning than I was. magic. You are. Feel free to not learn Look, magic. We don't need you. Vince is. <laughs> Vince and I have already planned out the cat commander deck, both cute cats you, and you sexy cats. You could be making cat dinosaurs. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm back dinosaurs. in. I'm back in yeah. the magic. We have we have both types, sexy and cute cats for a deck for you. We've been working on this for months. Yeah, but what about the Pokemon trading card game? It's garbage, and the client is garbage, <laughs> and it's boring. I can't play Rosalia, so I'm out. What about the Digimon card game? That's also bad. Uh, but did you oh, see me opening ooh. those cards? They look no, so good. No, because when oh. I was there, you're like, we're going to do it later. We Well, we did it. We opened Digimon cards, yeah, and they're great. I wasn't there. So no, I didn't see it. Oh, my goodness. I was playing Wilder Myth. I know a store that has Digimon, so I can Actually, no, I was playing. I was playing Magic with Will. And All not right. cheating. 
Oh, okay. The, the, wait, before we get to news, it's a good transition. So in card games, sometimes you have to roll dice, right? Yes, correct. And Will Will knows this really well. When we played the TCG competitively, I would always import Japanese card sleeves, um, and then I imported Japanese dice. And my friend Andrew sent me some Japanese Pokemon dice. So when you played Pokemon competitively, there was no you didn't ever have to roll a die, but you could roll a die instead of flipping a coin. And no one wanted to flip a coin because it was like no one knows. You, in reality, no one actually knows how to flip a coin. You'd be like sitting across from the table and they'd be like struggling to put it on their thumb. And then it would be like this really like uh, weak flop. And it, it would be really easy to weigh or to um, what was that called? Like weigh a coin. Yes. You should like shave off half, like half of it. So it like more likely lands on heads. It's so easier to cheat at dice. <laughs> wow. Well, well, here's the There's, rule for they the have, They have very specific rules about dice in Pokemon. So yes. instead of like flipping a coin for heads or tails, you roll a dice. If it's if it's even it's heads if it's odds it tails pretty easy right my friend andrew sent me these po- a pokemon dice that you got at the pokemon center and one was a pokeball and then one was pikachu so it was like six different pikachu expressions and then one was just like it was just like a pokeball and then five numbers i would bring those to tournaments now the rule for play pokemon is your die you could use any dice you want, but they had to be translucent. You had to be able to see through them, which obviously these Pokemon Center dice are, and they had to have rounded edges. You couldn't have um, hard, ed- straight edges. And so I would bring these little two Pokemon die to roll at my matches because they're, you know, they have Pikachu on them. Why would you not bring them? They're very cute. Not like barely anyone had them. They were Pokemon Center official in Japan, and this is what every single tournament I went to, and I went to them for three years, the opponent would never care that I had these die dice until I rolled a heads that gave me the advantage and the win. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, we start off the match, he'd be like, heads or tails? To start the match, I'd be like, tails, I roll heads, they'd be like, alright, I'm going first, because, you know, they got it right. And then I'd be like, all right, I'm using double slap, roll the dice, uh, two tails, that's zero damage, your turn. But as soon as I rolled a way to, like, solidify that I'm probably going to win the game, hand would go up, and they would be like, judge, and they would call a judge over, because their strat, oh gosh, I'm getting so mad of this, the strat was, I was using custom die, and that was against the rules, and they didn't care, but now that I'm winning, they cared. And I wish I was exaggerating, but this was every single tournament, and every tournament the judge would come over, and they'd be like, what's the problem? And they'd be like, he's uh, he's using custom dice, probably got it off Etsy or something, and the, guy, the judges would, uh, thank goodness, this was like the one thing the judges ever did right. They would be like, these are official Pokemon Center die. They're, they're tournament legal. And they like very mad that don't. What I'm saying is we're all playing Magic the Gathering and no longer yes. Pokemon. <laughs> I'm not going to play this nightmare game. I'm excited for you to join us on our Commander Night. I don't know. It sounds like Magic has some problems. You're drawing I mean, hearts on cards. and <laughs> Commander does away with a lot of the problems. Problems, to be this is honest. True. This is true. Because cards don't go out of favor, and you only have one copy of each. It's super fun. And they banned Hull Breacher before I could remo- yeah. ruin a Commander Knight. <laughs> they did. Well, that was a bad card. 
let's get into some Pokemon news. First bit of news here is the 25th anniversary is saved. They did it. August 26th, Pokemon.com, Pokemon TV app now available on the Nintendo Switch. It's, it's, we're, we're, we saved it. It's done. Hooray. <laughs> the application that has limited Pokemon content is finally on the Twit. I have never, I, I never feel as bad slash sad as when I look at my list of friends who are online and one of them is watching, uh, like the Netflix app on the Switch. <laughs> I thought Netflix wasn't on the Switch yet. Or, or the about YouTube that. app on the Switch. Oh, yeah. Like, one of those two. Really I can't remember only option. No, I'm pretty really? sure it's Netflix because a bunch of people were saying, oh, they got Pokemon TV on there before they did Netflix and Pokemon is in Netflix and whatever. Look, it's to keep kids entertained. And so you don't have to give them your phone all the time. Okay, not or your kids. IPad. Let's be fair. The trailer they showed, they had two little kids in the tent. And then they fell asleep, and then the mom was like, well, now it's my turn, and she put on Gen 1, and I was like, this is was pretty the good. Mom, it was a pretty good like, trailer. I have no other options, and my phone battery is dead. Yoink. I gotta take the Switch. I will say the little, like, 30-second trailer they made for it was pretty good. They did show, like, they did do a range of, like, okay, here's here's mom watching Gen 1, here's kids watching Alola, and then they I think they showed maybe, like, 16-year-olds watching... I don't know, like Hoenn or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So it was a pretty good trailer. It was funny. We were ta- we were talking about TikTok before the um start of the episode, but the I just scrolled and the mom that was in that commercial, she made a TikTok and then she was like, "Oh, these were my boys," and this was like I was able to be the Pokemon commercial. It was really cool. I don't know if her other content was interesting, but it was like cool to be <laughs> but, like she was like genuinely excited she was in a Pokemon um commercial. Uh, it says Pokemon TV is available on mobile devices and tablets and smart TVs. You can now download the app on the Nintendo Switch. Fans have yep. fans have the opportunity to watch selected episodes and seasons of the Pokemon series, journeying with Ash from Kanto to Galar and everywhere in between. Trainers can also brush up their Pokemon TCG strategies by watching mat- matches. I don't, I I don't know if we ever talked about this, but within like the last like year or so, they put um like their official. VGC and TCG matches on Pokemon TV too, which I mean you can watch those on YouTube as well. Uh, library is always updating, more fun to watch. Additionally, Pokemon TV is launching a junior category, offering videos for young Pokemon fans and trainers. Which are those like when we say Pokemon is for kids, there is actually like a toddler <laughs> section of Pokemon. Then there is there's the kids kids section. There's like the actual like toddler section. You need to require the internet and kick off your day by downloading Pokemon TV on the Nintendo Switch today. I, I mean, whatever. It's cool. I, it should be on it. Also, the Pokemon trading card game should be on the Switch, but here we are. It's the- <laughs> I mean, well, I think they come out technically with the revised one. one. Yeah. yeah. Aren't they getting a new Pokemon TCG thingy with the stuff? Yeah. Well, well, I wish there was a lot to talk about here, but there's not. <laughs> I mean, I've just been watching... My Diamond and Pearl anime on my iPad like an adult. The, this was tweeted by a bunch of accounts, but this is literally all the news we have. It's a tweet. There's a retailer. <laughs> I think it was a Spanish retailer. There was a retailer listing for the new Pokemon trading card game coming out, which is called Fusion Strike. When they sh- When they have like the little... Th- 
information pamphlet, pamphlet about Fusion Strike, it says that there is um, a new app, Pokemon TCG Live, due to come soon. And that's that's all. That's all we know. We don't know if that's... It, it, it seems very unlikely that's like a typo <laughs> because they're like, new right. app, here's the new app's name, Pokemon TCG Live. It's not like they just called Pokemon trading card game online TCG Live, which those are not that similar, but they say new app. And there's actually a, uh, an icon for it, um, which uh, the Pokemon trading card game online icon is it's like a dark blue with a yellow border and then i think there's like a pokeball in the middle i don't even remember what it looks like but this new app is two little cards with pokeballs on them and then a light blue background so the icon is different the name is different and fusion strike is due out okay it's august October, November, Fusion Strike should be due out in November, December, I think, every three months. So that would be by the end of the year? Yes, we are in, in agreement. Yep. This is like the one thing I've wanted <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> is it better? That is not true. There are many things that you've wanted mm -hmm. for a long time. Yeah. This is one of the things that you have been most vocal about wanting. I'm not even like... My my t my TCG days are behind me, right? Like, only with that negative attitude, I started playing the TCG when I was older than you are right now. <laughs> That's true. Like, I don't think I would ever get back into like the competitive Pokemon. Well, like, what about when your kids are going to Pokemon tournaments oh, and regionals, and, and you're gonna, you're going to be a Poke Dad? Dad. Yes, and yes, I'm the one sir. like talking their ears off, yeah. and then as soon as I start losing, I become rude and disrespectful to you them. You are the you use, and you start uh, you also start cheating because <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm just a Poke Dad. What I do Judge. doesn't count. Judge, this 10-year-old is using illegal dice. Judge. No, 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 no. This, this is the thing, Greg. This is like one of the key things that drove me out of playing <laughs> the Pokemon TCG is like the Poke Dads are all in the Masters group, which is mm -hmm. literally, oh, is it like 16, 16 years old plus. and older, right? Yeah. And when they're winning, they take the game seriously. When they're losing, they cheat. And they say things like, well, it doesn't really matter. I'm just here because my kids are here. Yeah, and but, but you have to, the important part is that divide of cheating slash seriously doesn't happen until about halfway through the match. Exactly. They're like the exactly. first like five minutes, they're like buddy, buddy with you. Like you're about to get like <laughs> coffee with them after the match. Look, but like there's this hard divide where they either become serious and like don't talk to me or like bitter and I'm cheating now. <laughs> Yep. They have one human interaction given to them that's with an adult and not with children involved. <laughs> and you're a part of it. And it's going to go their way or they're going to get cranky. Look, if I was locked in a house with my children 24-7 and the one time I got to go out and play a game with a fellow adult, it got bad. Heck yeah, I'm cheating. Oh. This is my one chance for glory before Greg, I have to if, go get to, to be stepped on by my children. If you ever want to get a Poke Dad and, and a Pokemon, let's, let's just, it, it, it applies to all. If you seriously want to tilt them, let them know that you're there and you don't have kids. 
Oh yeah, that's my joy. <laughs> that is my joy in life. My joy in life is telling people who are trying to control their kids. I go, I made different life choices. I can leave you now, and I don't. I can lock my dogs up at home, and nobody calls social services on me because that's what you do to dogs. You put them into a cage. Can't do that with your kids, can you? <laughs> Pokey moms are are much much rarer than Pokey dads. But they are true. They, true. I have had some brutal pokey moms. <laughs> they will, like, I feel like the pokey, <laughs> the pokey dads, like, they get like huffy and puffy. But the pokey moms, they will tell you right to their face that they are unhappy, that they can't believe they're losing to you. <laughs> Heck it, has no fury like a pokey mom score. They are. Whew, they make you rethink what you're doing with life. Pokemon TCG Live, good name, very simple. Understand. Hopefully, this is a new app. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of speculation here. Is it going to import everything from Pokemon Trading Card Game Online? Probably. It seems like it would be pretty easy to import your database. The fact that Pokemon Trading Card Game Online has existed since 2012, I believe. It is 11 years, 10 years old, whatever, a decade old. The fact that that app even works is a miracle. <laughs> if that app can remember all of your cards, I am sure that it's just some Excel CSV that you can export and then import into I mean, the new one. That's where Janine went after she left Pokemon Go Calendar. She moved over to databasing on the Excel spreadsheet. So, so like, is this a new app? Is it making by? Is it being made by Direwolf Digital? Is it going to be able to import your stuff? Is it going to be restricted to uh, iOS, Android? Is there a PC app? Is there a Mac app? Is it coming to the Nintendo Switch? I'm excited, but there's too many questions at this point. I know somebody who works at the Pokemon Company International who really, really loves a particular type of omelet that you can get at IHOP. I think they can be persuaded to spill the beans. What? <laughs> I know who you're talking about. <laughs> when I talked, when I talked I to love them, the at, fact that he's like, I know who you're talking. When about. I talked to I them, don't. when I talked to them at Worlds, which was too long ago, gave him a hug. It was like, good to see you again. And I was like, I know you can't say anything, but the Pokemon trading card game online is hot trash. And they said, Yes, we know. <laughs> <laughs> they, they 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 winked they they, they dub, double wink and elbow tap tell no one about what i uh brandon from our slack sent in the pokemon tv chris from our slack sent in the pokemon you got to be more specific about the brandon because there's like eight brandons they, they know who they, they are they know who they are they know who they are Will is active in the conversation, so let's not do Pokemon Masters, otherwise we're going to lose Will for the rest of the show. No, that's do what you need to do. I, <laughs> I mean, have blocked much. so many people on Twitter that now you guys are having Twitter conversations about Pokemon Masters. I only see half of them, half because I blocked the, the other <laughs> half of the conversation. Sorry, Oreos lovers. You've made your own choices. Our audience gets so excited to talk to Will and Greg. No no one in our audience is excited to talk to me. Uh, but the- I'm going to make a correct... Nobody really reaches out to me. They reach out to Will, and then Will's like, block. But Will, but, For no good but, reason. But Will is the... For no good reason. And I'm like the nicest person wait, in the wait, wait, world. Wait, 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 wait. If I literally say... On, this is the problem. 
People don't understand that I, 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 I'm not a euphemizer. If I say on Twitter, if you send me pictures of Oreos where half of it is chocolate and the other half is vanilla, I will block you. And then you send me a picture of an Oreo where half is chocolate and half is vanilla. The next thing that happens is I block you. I, I wasn't making that up. People get so excited when Will pops in the Twitch stream and he ignores all of them. That is not true. Which, like, I understand. That is, that is not true. I get tilted because I make jokes in the Twitch stream and you ignore them. Oh, and then I'm yeah, like, well, the Steve's time. just going to ignore me. I'm not I'm here out. for this. I, that, is, that, that is not true. What I'm saying that is, is true. you oh, ignore us all the time. <laughs> happened you, last you night. Are, you, are, you sound like 50% annoyed that I bothered to come in because you're like, this isn't Sunday. I want to talk to you. No, I love when you guys come in. <laughs> I love it. I really do. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Season Anyways, of you mischief. can reach out to the nice person. Me, I will talk to you. Don't go to the mean person. Yeah. Whoever that is. PokemonGoLive.com <laughs> Season of Mischief. Okay, we, we have a we have a lot to talk about. Let's let's get the season of mischief out of the way first. Because that will that will be from September first through the rest of the year. Because seasons are four months. Four months? Yep. Three months. Four months? Three months. Three four months. months. There's four in a twelve month period, and that's three. Uh, trainers, strange events in Pokemon Go continue in the season of mischief. The season will focus around the adventure of featuring Hoopa, the mischief Pokemon, which you will be able to encounter early in this season's special research story, Misunderstood Mischief. When Hoopa summons a legendary Pokemon in Pokemon Go, when Hoopa summoned the legendary Pokemon in Pokemon Go during GoFest, time and space were distorted. Hoopa also brought Pokemon originally discovered in the Galar region to Go for the first time, be sure to follow along during the season to see what else will happen. This will go from September 1st through December 1st. You will be able to access parts of the season's special research story when certain events began. The special research story will focus on discovering more about Hoopa and the strange occurrences happening throughout the season, so stay tuned and follow along in the story. If you complete the season's special research, you will gain access to a special event at the end of the season that might have something to do with Hoopa. Hoopa cannot be transferred <laughs> to Pokemon Home for now... Trainers un uh, unable to play during the season, confined Hoopa may be available again in the future. So let's start here. Not a lot of people have Hoopa. I don't think. I mean, you just had to go to McDonald's like yeah, five Yeah, like what was the problem here? Um, I did it. I went and sat in a McDonald's parking lot, not getting their food because gross, and did my stuff on four different cartridges, and then I left. There was two Hoopa distributions. One was the McDonald's one. One was the... Year of Mythical one, I believe. Yeah, correct. So this would be the third Mythical distribution, technically, I guess. Uh, I don't think the transferring to home is that big of a deal, because it literally says something will happen at the end of the season, and I'm assuming you're probably going to need Hoopa to, like... I, I'm, I'm guessing one of the tasks is, like, take a picture of Hoopa. And then once that, like, research is probably over, you'll be able to transfer it. So I don't think it's the end of the world um, in that oh, regard. Oh, it is. Because Hoopa is destroying the world with his hoops. Because they, they do say um, Hoopa cannot be transferred to Pokemon Home for now. I think we're good there. The revamped Pokemon Go Live is, like lays this out very well. Uh, and they, they, they updated it where instead of being like, you can find Jigglypuff, Slowpoke, Chikorita. In the, they have like little pictures of them. So it, it, it's very nice. 
what do we have here? So we have the season of mischief begin. Hoopa will play pranks on the team leaders and Professor Willow by taking his glasses. It is up to you to learn more about the mischief Pokemon. Why is it so mischievous? Mischievous. And what else does it have in store for the season? Uh, complete the seasonal special research to catch Hoopa on Sunday, September 5th. Strange, uh, strange phenomenon will be happening around the world. And then it says the following type of Pokemon will be attracted to incense. So, oh, so they're doing that thing. So on September 5th, they're doing the like from 11 to 12, you attract psychic Pokemon. From 12 to 1, yeah. you attract like dark Pokemon. And so you'll have like Execute Jinx, Natu, Spoink, Girafferig, Muna, Beldum for the psychic hours. And for the Ghost and Dark, you'll have Alolan Rattata, Puchiena, Duskull, Purloin, Sableye, uh, Carvana, and then Drifloon. And if you, there will be a collection challenge during this uh, time. The collection challenge will reward you with Hoopa Candy and the Pokeball Lift Avatator Pose. You will also earn twice the candy from transferring. And you will have a free bundle of incense in the shop. And if you complete event exclusive research, you will earn rare candy and a variety of Pokeball types. Pokeball Lift Avatar Pose. What is it? Do also, we know? I, I, so Avatar was one correction. Uh, although I suspect that maybe Aviator is in there. Are you sure? Is it? No, it's not. Just after the the word is mischievous. Misch- mischievous. Mischievous. Do you? No, there's no extra I in there. <laughs> I'm out for mischief. I'm mischievous. Okay. Ooh, God, we got our education <laughs> lesson today. There, there are I, young I, folks listening to this program. I want them to. Learn words the right way. Uh, so for this season, the Northern Hemisphere will get Jigglypuff, Slowpoke, Chikorita, Cyndaquil, Totodile, Bidoof, and Summer, sorry, Autumn, Dearling. I'm sorry, Greg. The Southern Hemisphere. I am so mad about this. Is getting the minute I saw it, I'm like, this is the worst. Roselia. <laughs> it's the worst. Snivy. In the South. In the South. Look, I'm in the, the North. They have Summer there, don't they, right now? Uh, I mean, no, no, right now be spring. they are going into spring. To spring. Oh, they're, they're going, going out spring. of winter. Um, they have Snivy, Tepig, Oshawa, Time Pole, Spring. De- oh, that makes sense. Spring Deerling. And then they're putting, they're putting the Nidorans, Barboach, and Drifloon in 2K eggs and more. They're putting Seal, Pineco, Sableye, Chingling in 5K eggs. They're putting Audino and Main Foo. Into 10k eggs. Adventure Sync is still bad. I have something to say about this, but Adventure Sync for 5k, they're putting in the Shield on, Cranidos, 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 and then Frillish. And then the 10k is Riolu, Dino, Noibat. I also don't like what they're doing with Mega Evolution here. They're, they're giving a whole month to Slowbro, a whole month. So Slowbro is September, Gengar is October. Hey, for the first time, they did ghosts in October. They Good did. job. It took it five, took years. five years. The 25th anniversary saved. <laughs> Houndoom in November. I think that's like, I, I, I just, I, I, I'm not 100% sure what they're thinking with this. Maybe I'll ask them. People already don't like mega raids because they would rather spend their raid passes on a legendary raid, which I get. I, I can see both sides. I mean, maybe the, the thought pro- process is like one or two weeks isn't enough 
and then people feel like, well, the week's almost over. They need to do three yeah. slow pokes. So if we do the whole month, maybe like they can at least do one a week, and by the end of the month, they have everything. But like for me, I'm I'm like literally, literally ten candy away from Mega Evolving Altaria, and I'm just thinking like that's ninety days of me still not getting Mega Altaria. Like, walk with it. No, because you can't walk with it until once you Mega Evolve it. I know. Here's the thing. The thing that is throwing me off is their three month seasons are different than what I'm used to at work. So I expected this to be October, November, December, because you're closing out the year. But there's a September, October, November, mm -hmm. and I'm yeah, like, it's this is this is weird. Why are you doing it? I mean, it's fine. It just is weirding me out a lot. Well, technically, winter does start in December. They're they're really not wrong. Uh, December twenty first, yeah. <laughs> the end of December. Mm -hmm. There are ten days left of December that are winter. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess they can, like, do events to be like, hey, this weekend, Mega Altaria spawning or something. It just... Or they could just make a general Mega Candy. Can yeah. they just make a general Mega Candy <sighs> that can be applied to all of them? Just after raids, have it, like, be the raid candy, and you can choose which Mega you want to apply the candy to. Yeah, I, I, I think... Problem solved. 25th anniversary saved. I, I genuinely like Megas in Pogo. Like, it's so much more interesting than they were in, like, X and Y. In X and Y, the only thing you could do is, like, Mega Evolve, roast that Caterpie on a root, and then, like, Mega Evolve against the Elite Four, and then, like, Mega Evolve in, like, PvP battle. That's all you could do in those games. Like, unless I'm wrong, I don't think you could, like, Mega Evolve and then, like, do that X and Y soccer minigame, right? Right. Where... Like you could only make I have no idea. You could I don't even remember the soccer mini game. What I played the heck out of that. That's the only way to get some of the uh, like evolution <laughs> items that you need. Man, what? you bring Talonflame into that game. That heck soccer yeah. mini game was like mostly for EV trading, wasn't it? Uh, well, it did that too. But the you would get rewards oh, for different. Like, yeah, I did that. If you if you needed some evolution items, you could get them. Yeah, the yeah, easiest yeah, way yeah. to get them was as rewards for playing that game. I thought we were talking about because I was thinking black and white of. It's Nimbasa City that has the soccer field. Oh, yeah. Or the baseball field. <laughs> and I was like, what mini game was uh, there? Baseball and basketball. Yeah. Yes. Whatever. Um, what? It was you sports could, and sports. How you could even you like mega ball from black and white, sir. I'm you, not. Black and white was great. I'm whatevering sports. Like, you couldn't even mega evolve and like pet them, right? Like, Pokemon Refresh or me, you couldn't. No, no. You could, I don't remember. It was only in battle. So, like, when you mega evolve and go. They 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 well I get you could walk with them they could follow you you get the bonuses when you catch they're great for team rocket battles they're great for raids like you could take pictures of them I like I like it I like it a lot it feels like a good use of the eight hours I'm into it but no one else cares it's, about no I, one, no one else no. cares about megas <laughs> no nobody does. Okay, ditto transformations. There seems to be species where okay, so ditto can be a ghastly, uh, uh, a drowsy, a remoraid, a teddy ursa, a gulpin, a numel, numel, uh, the stunk, the 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 stunk. I can't remember that thing's name. Dwebble. Stunky. Stunky. And fungus. Now Niantic fungus. did say that. So some of these Pokemon can be shiny. So like drowsy, ghastly, dwebble, they can be shiny. If they're shiny, they cannot be Ditto. 
So they did fix oh, this. Oh, good. <laughs> so if you if you <laughs> find the like... shiny drowsy, you don't have to oh, worry about man. it turning into a ditto. So when it, I, turned, I mean, it wouldn't even turn into a shiny ditto, would it? It just be I don't like, think so. I can get clarification on that, but I saw like three in it. content creators all tweet that like, hey, if it's shiny, it can't be ditto. If ditto is shiny when in the regular game and then it transforms into the opponent, is it stay shiny? I don't think so. That's silly. I know. Ditto, your shiny ditto in Pokemon Go, I believe, turns into the shiny version. Oh. Oh, does it? I think so. I don't know. I don't. I don't think it did. I don't think it does in the game. Does it? I don't. The I don't thing know. that they need to change in the main series games is when the Ditto transforms into the other Pokemon. It still needs to have the Ditto face. That would be no. That is an anime specific thing. Yeah, only, but I'm they so just keep into it. Happens everywhere. It's so good. Only that Ditto was bad at being a Ditto. I like bad Ditto. I'm into that. Okay. The part one of the season of mischief, I think for a lot of, I would, I would assume or maybe hope for a lot of people that are maybe like casual Pogo or maybe they took a break from Pogo. I, I feel like Hoopa is a pretty good draw. Um, I mean, like it's a mythical. Not a lot of people have the mythical or people do, but the people who don't have the mythical really like to remind you that they don't have it and they're still looking for it. I understand. It sucks when you're missing one Pokemon. And it seems, I mean, usually a special research story is, well, they say season-long special research story. Well, so we'll see. I know there was a huge debate about like, hey, I paid $10 to get Shiny Mew and now this task takes me like three months, but they also said that that was supposed to be long. I mean, well, they didn't say it's supposed to be long, but they kind of like... <laughs> they said it will be long. They hinted that it's going to be long, so... We have more Pokemon Go news, and then we're going to talk about the distance stuff, which was, you know, a big thing from two weeks ago, because we skipped it last week. So we will be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon, a subscription cocktail service that lets you learn how to make handcrafted cocktails right at home (laughs) i promised you wouldn't do it literally pulled my headset off so we didn't have to handcrafted i made them with my hands you want to come to my house and see my handcrafted cocktails my name is steve (laughs) it's not weird I can't keep reading somebody else read this copy. <laughs> Every box comes with enough ingredients to make three different cocktail recipes developed by world-class mixologists. All you need to do is buy one bottle of that month's spirit, and you have all you need to make 12 drinks at home. At just 40 to $50 per month, plus the cost of the bottle, it's a super cost-effective way to enjoy craft cocktails. And you can skip or cancel boxes at any time. Invite some friends over, class up your nightcaps, or be the best house guest of all time with your shaker and spoon box. Get $20 off your first box at shakerandspoon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. Shakerandspoon.com slash P-K-M-N-C-A-S-T. Shakerandspoon.com slash Pokemon Cast. I Come say, get my are you sure the code is it handcrafted? I'm sure. I'm sure we're moving dozens, if not hundreds of dozens. Hey, this is a really good service. Like, there's it a is. lot of there's a lot of boxes like loot crate. Like, hey, let me send 
the stuff we have left over in our warehouse. This is useful. <laughs> I yes. have used everything in this box and been like, I want more of the things that were in this box. This does not happen with other boxes. Somebody tried to get me sign up for BarkBox for the dogs, and I'm like, no, you sent me cheap things that they eat. No, it gets them sick. That's just a vet bill mm-hmm. in a box. This is actually decent. I guess we're not getting that <laughs> chewy box anymore. It's not chewy, it's BarkBox. Shakerandspoon.com slash PKMNCST to get $20 off your first box. And we are back from our break coming in September. Okay. So season of mischief, three months. They're changing some things here. Every Monday in September, you're going to get one, uh, one coin bundle giving you a free remote raid passes and some other stuff. So that's back. That's cool. Nature is healing because Lugia will be back in raids. Finally. It's been so long. Who at this point playing Pokemon Go has not done. At least 20 Lukia raids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Ho-Oh is right around the corner here. Ho-Oh is always around the corner. Where there's a Lugia, there's a Ho-Oh. Lugia will have the attack Aerial Blast. will appear from September 1st through September 14th. This is how... I'm not falling. I'm not... I'm done. I'm not falling for it. <laughs> Uxie, Mesprit, and Azelf will be appearing in five-star raids between the 14th through October 1st. They will be shiny this time around. Mm. I think this is the third time they they've... could be shiny. They could, could be shiny. Be. If you're lucky, they could be. Only if you're lucky. If you're not and lucky, you're I not. am never that lucky. Uh, they introduced the Lake Spirits initially, right, to their respective region. Mess Spirit is Europe, Middle East, Africa, India. Azelf is America and Greenland. Shout out to maybe the two people we have in Greenland that listen to the podcast. Uxie is the Asia pacific area first time there was no remote raid passes you just did them second time they came around you could remote raid pass into them this is the third time you can remote raid pass they could be shiny i really personally don't think it's that different than anyone else i mean people are like oh it's region specific but i i I feel like most of our audience at least our audience is just remote raid pass central so what does it matter if it's they're using remote raid passes for Zashian. They're using remote raid passes for Dialga. So it's really... The I only- mean, there are a lot of people that use it. I think it's helpful when you can get it for a uh, coin because people have been inviting me and I'm like, I'm out of passes. So, yeah. no. Yeah. It is definitely <laughs> helpful to be like, money. I'm only going to use my free raid pass. If you want to join me, that's fine. I'm not spending yeah. money, but you can't do and that also, for two of the three PSA, here. PSA, if you invite me to a remote raid and I go, we'll, we'll block I you invite on you... Yeah. No. And I invite you to a remote raid, and you don't show up? Well, now we're going to have worse uh, so friends. just, if you're going to invite me, give me a heads up on something other than the game, because it's always so delayed, and I get the message, and I'm like, well, I'm sure I got this after the time of joining that lobby is over, because it is not good at updating me. So just, hey, Instagram, Twitter, Slack. Wherever you can find me, say, hey, do you want to do this rope rate patch? I'm going to invite you. And I can say yes or no. I just, I am, sh- I, I just can't. I just cannot care about the lake spirits <laughs> enough to be like, I'm going to shiny hunt these. I mean, there there was now. a point in Pogo 
where they were introducing like one shiny every two weeks or like one shiny a month. And I would be like, mm-hmm. oh, cool. Shiny hat Pikachu, party hat Pikachu. I, I'm going to go out after stream. I'm going to go to the third ward in Milwaukee. I'm going to I'm going to walk around for a couple hours because I'm going to get Pikachu nonstop. I'm going to get the shiny and then I'm going to be like, never have to do that again. And then they release too many shinies, and then I stop doing that. Or it's like I just can't care about shiny Geodude at this point. Releasing three legendary shinies in a two-week period, I j- I just can't. It's been a full week. I haven't even done a Zamazenta yet. I cannot. <laughs> well, wow, I have. If you're if you're if if you hate your wallet and you love shinies and you want to get all three. I don't know if I have respect for you, but I... <laughs> I mean... Th- th- you do that grind. Just, at this point, just call out Bobby. Because <laughs> that's go. what you're doing. And you know, I know Bobby's going to text you and be like, hey, I'm going to do a bunch of these raids. Do you want to join me? And you're going to resist for 0.2 seconds before you're like, yeah, I'll I, do it. To be fair, le- we, we always throw Bobby under the bus, and I love doing it. To be fair. Because yeah, Bobby is incredible. I love Bobby a lot. Bobby has invited me to raids, and I I have said, nah, I'm good. And I have invited Bobby to raids, and he has said, nah, I'm good. All I have to say is, number one, Bobby's so cute. Oh, Uh, heck yeah. (laughs) Heck yeah. But this is my shout out to Bobby. We all know you're an accountant. The IRS knows you're an accountant. (laughs) That money for all that Pokemon Go has to be coming from someplace. I don't need to put those pieces together. Shout out to Bobby and Al. Obviously, we're an hour into this episode and we haven't talked about Diamond and Pearl or Arceus. I probably won't be able to, but we did a bonus podcast on Patreon this past week uh, where it's 90 minutes with Bobby and Al. We go all through Diamond and Pearl and Arceus and that kind of stuff. So uh, if you want to support the show and if you want to get two bonus podcasts a week, patreon.com slash pkmncast, you'll be able to get this month, these month's episodes and last month's episodes and the months before, but then obviously when September is coming, two more bonus podcasts. So if you want more Diamond and Pearl slash uh, Legends content, if you didn't get enough with our three-hour episode, there's another 90 minutes. I mean, minutes. I was going to say, we did three hours. And we did another what 90 minutes. What do you want from us? So if you want more, $5 gets you that. It gets you other bonus podcasts. Uh, you could wait. I, I mean, ideally, this episode's coming out on August 30th. I maybe would just wait till September 1st so you don't get charged twice. But uh, that being said, it's not like we're not ever going to talk about Diamond and Pearl Legends, just probably not this week since there wasn't really any new developments or anything. But yeah, that's that's in Patreon right now. In addition to Mega Evolved Pokemon, Mega Slowbro will appear between September 1st through September 14th. And they're doing Mega Houndoom from September 14th through October 1st, even though they said Mega Houndoom was coming in December. I don't I don't get it. (laughs) Sure. Niantic. (laughs) Oh, I have a lot to say about their decision-making process. Okay, so the spotlight hour is September 7th will be Spoink, twice the Stardust. September 14th will be Ball Toy, twice the XP. September 21st will be Skitty, twice the Candy for catching. September 28th, Alolan Meowth, twice the transfer of Pokemon. September Community Day will be Oshawott. Oshawott will be appearing more frequently in the wild and near Pokestops with rainy lure modules. Uh, you will have up to two hours after the event to learn the charge attack of Hydro Cannon. 
Samurai will also be able to learn the signature account Razor Shell via Charge Ooh. TM during and after the event. So, is this the first time we get two? No, I, I think, think Charizard so. had something with like Dragon Breath or oh, something like this. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Hoopa's one-day event will take place Sunday, September 5th. We talked about that. That's the Psychic, then the, the Ghost, then back to the Psychic. The Psychic Spectacular will start on Wednesday, September 8th through September 13th. Some familiar faces will be returning, and another Pokemon will make its Pokemon Go debut. Which will it be? Here's a hint. Be careful of revolving too much of your life around one thing. You might find that it could overturn at a moment's notice. Am I dumb? What is this? Alcremi? Overturn? <laughs> Alcremi's uh, not psychic. Does it have to be psychic? Yeah, it's a psychic spectacular. Like Pokemon of the week clue again. Is Niantic stealing your content, Will? I know. Oh, absolutely or they maybe are. maybe they secretly Okay, so it says it's debuting them. during the Psychic Spectacular. Right. The hint is, be careful of revolving too much of your life around one thing. It could overturn at a moment's notice. Um, and I feel like we're limited to Gen 6 Pokemon and Gen 8 because they skipped Gen 7. <laughs> I wish I had more time to think about this before we started the show. I didn't read that one yeah, line. I, I mean, wait, I, wait, trying so, to, I'm trying to go through what is in the game now. Because Solosis is in the game, yeah? Solosis is in the game, yeah. But that's not about revolving or overturning. Pumpkaboo? No, let's go. Well, let's uh, go. Malamar. Let's go. Malamar. Oh, Malamar. It's Malamar. Inke. <laughs> yeah, it's Inke. Because it's a dark and psychic and ghost event initially. Yeah. So wait, what is the overturn? The overturn is probably you turn your phone upside down. To phone also, upside Malamar down is the overturning Pokemon. Yeah. That's its species. When I, I thought it was going to be something exciting, and then it was just Inke, and Inke is not that exciting of a Pokemon. <laughs> Dang! Why are you very nuts? exciting. You, don't like, you guys awesome. like Inke? It's okay. Inke, yeah. is, Inke is the revolving Pokemon. Inke becomes a Cthulhu nightmare. Can we talk and about... It's amazing. Also, like, a, a Pokemon that has, like, interesting ability. It's yeah. interesting typing. It's, it's, we, it does cool stuff. Can we I, talk about the actual good Gen 6 Pokemon? Which is... Furfru. What? What about it? Furfru's great. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, was what, that normal uh, type uh, gym leader thing? Was that a TikTok or was that an Instagram reel? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's on all of them. Oh, dang. <laughs> that was really good. That was very good. I send Steve good things. He's like, it's too long. I'm like, listen here, short attention span theater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I need, I need a short. Okay. So fashion week is coming. Stylishly dressed. Pokemon will be making their debut along with fluffy and fashionable. <gasps> Furfru. Yeah, Strut Furfru your is coming. Stuff with these fashionable styles. New ev- the, the re- Okay, so when real talk, when Gen 6 came out, I didn't really like Furfru. Didn't really get it. The thing that really what? sold what? me on Furfru was when the Ultra Recon Squad had a Furfru and they didn't understand it. And then they like. If you didn't have the right Pokemon, that Furfru was almost unbeatable because of its ability. Because it had, like, super, super high defense. 
And you were like level 14. I mean, the Furfru couple in X and Y are the Nuzlocke Enders because Furfru is a beast. Um, so the Fashion Week is September 21st through September 28th. What do you mean you didn't get it? It's a super cute, Af- it's a super cute fluffy dog. Oh, it's a poodle. It's not an Afghan. Yeah, it's a poodle. I didn't say it was an Afghan. It could be, but it's, it's a poodle. Uh, Team Rocket's boss seems to be missing something. Where is Giovanni gone? We hope he's not planning something in the shadows. Be sure to keep an eye out for an update throughout the season. Super Rocket radars will not be available to track down Giovanni during the time, so no need to keep them equipped. There's also a new evolution preview coming. Battlers, rejoice. You will soon be able to preview your Pokemon's post-evolution CP before you evolve it. This new evolution screen will display the following. The current Pokemon and its CP the Pokemon's evolution in its new CP, and which leagues the evolved Pokemon would be qualified for. This new feature will go live sometime in September. We hope you better. We hope it will help you better determine which Pokemon to power up. I love this. The It still doesn't fix the problem of locking. <laughs> yeah. There needs to be a way to lock a Pokemon so you don't accidentally power it up or you don't accidentally evolve it where you can, like, tag it, and that tag locks it of, like, this is only Great League. You can't accidentally overpower it. You can't accidentally hit the evolve button. I don't know. It doesn't say that it does that, but I feel like that is the thing I need. Is oh, I why am I keeping this certain Squirtle? I tagged it GBL, then I f- accidentally transferred it or accidentally like powered it up too much. I don't know. Maybe that's just a me problem. But I feel that's like a you problem. I, feel- I don't. I don't battle league until I have to, and I go in and do my one thing. And I'm like, thanks. I'm out. Okay. So those are all the changes with uh, the uh, the season of mischief. I did go to the Niantic task force meeting. They, I am allowed to talk about it. You probably saw other content creators slightly talk about it. The one thing I am, I'm, I'm going to give it to Greg and Will to ask me questions because I'm not sure exactly what to say that I haven't already said. But the only thing I'm not allowed to say is who I talk to. There were a bunch of Niantic people. I'm not allowed to give their names or give away who they were. That was the one request that Niantic said. I have had plenty of meetings with Niantic before. Uh, For whatever reason, Niantic is a weird company. They didn't really want us to talk about it in this situation because of, I guess, maybe the blowback. They were like, you're allowed to talk about this. This is just the rule. This is just our one request. Um Maybe it's because people on Twitter then go after. That's probably why. (laughs) Probably why. I mean, Liz, Liz has left the company. I don't know. We talked about this before. I don't think it's because of the issues. Obviously, you know, when you work for a tech company for three, four, five years, really the <laughs> only way to move up is by going to a different tech company. This is kind of all jobs, honestly, <laughs> not really <laughs> limited to tech. So I think at this point, it's kind of hard. I would assume that the people I'm talking to, they probably don't have a Twitter presence or don't want people to find them on Twitter. Niantic reversed the decision of the. 40 back to 80 it was specifically they they only rolled out the the revert they they reversed it only in america and in new zealand new zealand a very small country of course and they like a couple days before the america one they switched back it in new zealand first and then america was the only country that had the 40 to 80 before i tell you what niantic told me uh wait and 40 to 80 means from you had to be 40 feet from a Pokestop in order to be able to interact with it to 80 feet. From no, it. well, no, technically, it's meters. Technically, 20 because the 40 is the, 
the diameter. diameter. Okay. So it's 20 all around. But so now it's... to be within 20 feet of a Pokestop. Meters. Meters. It. Meters. Ugh. I don't know okay. what a meter is in a foot. Is uh, one meter it's one... It's like f- three feet to three, a meter. It's roughly three feet Okay, so one meter, meter is three feet. So roughly. they went from 60 feet <laughs> to interact with a Pokestop to 240 feet to interact with a Pokestop. That's a lot of feet. Not no, not two hundred forty. One hundred and twenty feet, sixty to one hundred and twenty. There you go. Roughly, I mean, it's a little bit more, but whatever. Some of the problem with the lack of communication is people wildly speculate of why these things were made, and it did bother me that the thing I saw a lot was like the reason that Niantic went from eighty to forty was because of sponsored stops, and sponsored stops made their money. And then when this when this reversed, they were like, "See, it was about money," and it's like. That doesn't make your your logic three weeks ago about how it was sponsored stops and your logic now about how it's money doesn't make any sense. Because even even if you think like, well, they reversed it because of money. Spoiler, they didn't. If you're if you sincerely believe they reversed it because they didn't make enough money in the last three weeks. What are you uh, one? You have to be American because you have to be so selfish and so clueless <laughs> that this is a worldwide game and only uh, like yeah, I guess you could include New Zealand, but New Zealand is so tiny compared to the rest of the world. But like, you have all of China, you have all of Japan, you literally have the entire world still at eighty, and you're saying that America had a, like. Uh, don't get me wrong, I'm sure America is top three, maybe top five countries that make money for Niantic. But also, they reversed it in a time where there was, like, no shiny Darkrai, no shiny Deoxys. Like, there wasn't really a lot happening this last month where people would be, like, they already spent all their money on Dialga and Palkia. I, can't, I cannot imagine. And again, Niantic told me it wasn't about money. It was, I can give you the reason in a little bit. But the speculation was like, oh, this was all about money. But your your logic of the beginning of it, now the end of it, just doesn't make sense. Right. It, it is not a logical conclusion. <laughs> but, I mean, people aren't looking for logical conclusions. And when you told me their reason, I also said, that's not a logical reason. It's not. It, it's, it, it's, I have... I, will I mean, say this, I, I disagree you, with Greg on that. When so. you told me the reason, it made me so angry. <laughs> I think and it still makes me angry. I think a lot of... <sighs> I think at the end of the day, everyone's human and everyone makes dumb decisions. And there are yes. plenty of huge companies, Apple, Microsoft, whatever, Mine. that make they make <laughs> terrible dumb, decisions. They make dumb decisions. And yes. And so here here's their reason. And when they when they said it to me, I was like, this makes sense, even though it's I'm not defending it. It is still dumb, but it at least made sense. They were they started off the meeting and they said. One before they even told us the reason, they said one of the most frequently got asked questions was, "Is this because of sponsored Pokestops?" And they said, "No, it wasn't." And they said, "I'm paraphrasing here." They said, po- po- "Sponsored Pokestops is a small part of our business, and it had and it had nothing to do with this decision at all." Which we've said on the show before that I don't we well, I said I don't think it's sponsored Pokestops because what when what was the last new sponsored Pokestop you saw in America? <laughs> Name one. Like I remember the Starbucks uh, deal. I remember the Sprint Starbucks, deal. That's like I thought I saw they had like a one. They had like a two day Grubhub thing at one point. Like what? Like I thought it was DoorDash. Was it Grubhub? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, well, no, there was. Company. I think whatever. 
one of those. I'm sure they'll buy each other eventually. So their lo- their reasoning for changing it back was two things. Number one, it's the, the the reason that everyone had is well, it worked for four years and people played the game. And I I, I do get it from that aspect of like we want to get back to where that was because that's what the thing that worked. But I think we all can agree now that nothing will ever be the same with COVID, right? Like there is no. Well, there, there is, is there's is, there is no like definite end date to COVID. <laughs> there's right? no definite end date to any of it, but also it's like saying you all liked HMs for seven generations. So for generation nine, we're going back to HMs because it oh, worked then goodness. and you didn't complain. I miss HMs so <laughs> like, much. It is such it, it is it is one of those things where I'm like, when you make an improvement and people really like it. To go back and say, well, it worked for four years, so why don't you like it now? It's like, because we saw a better world. Yeah, no. We got a better thing. I agree with you, Greg. saying, oh, it was fine for four years is so infuriating. But and, that's not the one that really makes me mad. And and that's what bothered me about my Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. It's like, you introduce character customization. You started getting rid of HMs. And it's like, well, we did this because that's how the Gen 3 was. And when you, we want you to live through it again. And it's like, no, I don't want to live through that again. You, fi- you, you figured it out over the years. <laughs> why are we doing it? And that's why I was so excited with Diamond Pro. I was like, cool, you brought back character customization. I mean, it's not the end of the world. It's not the we biggest thing. We don't know about HMs. We don't know about HMs. That's difficult. Okay. It so, could be back. To be fair, and I will say this, I'm not defending Niantic, I'm just trying to be transparent as possible because Niantic is very bad at the transparency. I don't know mm. if the people I talked to in the meeting were the actual decision makers, right? They just gave me their reasons. They just talked it out. True. Uh, I, I can't tell you how many people I talked to or who was yeah. in the Zoom call, but I don't know if the people there were like, hey, this was our decision or hey, we have like 18 bosses that said we had to do it this way. I don't know. I don't know that. They said, okay, so here's the actual reason besides the like, well, it worked for four years. Let's go back to that. The actual reason is they showed us a picture of a Pokestop uh, on like, like somebody at Niantic walked to this Pokestop. They stood 20 meters away. I'm going to say 20 meters because remember, it's not 40 meters because that's the circumference or whatever. It's, it's radius, not diameter. diameter so they radius. stood 20 minute, meters away from this horse statue and then they took a picture of it. And then they walked 80 me- 40 meters away, because 80 is the new distance, and they took a picture of it down the street. They were in like some like small downtown area, and you couldn't see the horse statue because they were down the street, and then they took it from like the east side, and you couldn't see the horse statue at all because the li- there was like a library or a building in the way. And then they showed another thing. So there logic and again this makes sense even though uh, greg disagrees with it their logic is i disagree i don't agree with it either but i have a different reason why i don't agree with it than greg does their logic was our our game is you in the real world interacting with pokestops and if you cannot see the pokestop that doesn't really make sense because like you're spinning the horse statue but you can't see the horse statue so that's why the four they that's why they wanted the forty instead of the eighty because if you can't see the stops they're spinning, how are you like interacting with it? And we were like, okay. So what we took away from that is, you have a worldwide game. You want people to go outside. We get that. Your distance was based off can I see the object I'm spinning? And yeah, if you're eighty, there could be a building between you and the thing, so you don't know exactly what you're spinning. So it was not based off of that. 
I have been in corporations for 25 years and I can smell uh, we need to justify this decision line. And that's what that is. Because in my own hometown, I can show you monuments that I can see from an 80 meter distance, <laughs> clear as day. And I can show you monuments that you cannot see until you're on top of it. And what that is and what infuriates me about it is there is no way they went to every monument in the entire world and said the average is 40 meters. They had to make a decision. They made it at 40 mm -hmm. and said, OK, here's our justification for it, which is not a great justification because of two things. One, there are plenty of examples where you can see it and you can't. And two, it's not a barrier. It's not like I run into a force field at 40 meters and can't get any closer. If I want to interact with that item, guess what? I can make the choice to get closer and see it. You know what I don't need? I don't need to get closer to the Buddhist temple that I have passed by. That's one block from my house that I have passed every day for five years that this game has been out. I don't need to explore it at 40 meters anymore. I've seen it. What am I seeing that's new? <laughs> Nothing. We are five years into this game. People all will explore when they're out in the world looking for new things. The reason that, oh, it's 40 minutes and that's the ideal thing is false and easily disproven. Two, I get to make the choice. I get to get closer if I want to. So how about, which is what we've complained about all the time, incentivize me to get closer. Make it so that I get one set of rewards at 80 meter and one a different set of rewards at 40 and maybe a different set of rewards when I'm closer and actually interacting with it. <laughs> like, I understand five years ago you had to make a choice, but that choice doesn't... It's five years later. People are in their hometown. You actually have to run research to get people to go out and find new locales because we haven't been able to travel for two years. People who have probably explored all of their city multiple times in the five years that they played this game. <laughs> it is such an it, it is such a limiting idea. And what it, it is, it is a thing that I run into corporations all the time. It's why it enrages me because it's like we had to make a decision. This is the decision we made, and we've never thought about it again. Yeah. And it's it's infuriating because again, I can get closer. I can get if, if if something I've never seen before and I can't see it at the 80 meter distance, I get to walk closer and find it. What also happens is sometimes they're in locked buildings and I can't get in there because it's locked. Yeah. I you need to report that Pokestop and have them <laughs> remove it. What if they what if they came back and they said, "No, we've actually done scientific research and discovered that 40 meters is the tipping point." Where if we set it at 40 meters, then the majority of people will go and investigate and look at then the thing that is the Pokestop. Be transparent with your studies. I see where they're coming from in the sense of I have explored new areas of Milwaukee because of this game. So, like, I have never walked down the street or I didn't know this building was here. And that is purely because of Pokemon Go. So, like, the logic of, like, well, you know, you can see it here. You can't see it here. This is why we agreed on the distance. This is what I told them, and I, th I think Greg and I kind of shared the same thought here, is I said to them, I don't care if it's 40 or 80, 
I want to be rewarded for exploring and I don't feel like I am getting rewarded for exploring. If I can uh, sit yeah. on my couch and spin two Pokestops and, and pop an incense and catch a bunch of Pokemon and remote into 14 raids this week and not leave my house, why would I? If you want people, if, if the core of your game is walking and getting people to go out, why do I feel like I am not getting anything more than the people sitting on their couch? So, like, to me, it doesn't matter if it's 40 or if it's 80 or if it's 20. If your game is rewarding me for going out and exploring, I will go to that Pokestop and I will walk past it. And I will then keep walking because I want the rewards you're giving me. Mm-hmm. And they were took down the notes and everything. I will say there are other content creators in that meeting. And the thing that kind of stood out to me is a couple of them said, like, no one leaves or goes out because of Pokestops. So just make it 80. And I thought that was kind of weird because I feel like sometimes hardcore players get in this mindset of, like, well, I've explored my city a million times and I don't care about the horse statue down the street at P.F. Chang's. It's like, yeah, I mean, I get it. You don't care because you live there. But the reason I have explored is literally because that Pokestop has a ring that I've never been to. And so I'm going to walk to it because I want to because I know I haven't been there because the ring is there and I mm. want the experience. And I would assume that these like are maybe maybe the ones I don't want to. I'm not going to say who they were. Maybe they were battle-heavy people, so they don't care that much about exploring or catching. They only explore. They only care about GBL or raids. But I would. I disagreed with. I mean, I didn't like like unmute my like yeah, self I mean, on the call. There's a lot of people on the call, but I was like. <laughs> <laughs> but Pokestops are why I explore. Like, if I've never been to it, I'm going to go to. Like, that's a reason for me to walk to it. The here's the here's the reality. I don't know a spot in Minnesota unless somebody submits something new that has something new that I don't have to travel half an hour to 45 minutes outside of this city for. There is nothing in Minneapolis, my neighborhood, the campus, uptown, that I have not visited in the last five years. And so the hunt for something new means I have to specifically say I am going to go to a completely different area. He means and my now try to find stuff <laughs> that I haven't been to. And if it's anywhere between Minneapolis and the Mall of America, I've seen it. I've spun it. I've done it. I've walked around it. It's been five years of your game being out. Yeah. Unless I travel to Milwaukee, which I've done that. I did it on your wedding. I hit a bunch of stuff. Like, you can show me places I've never been to, but that is a trip I'm making. Yeah. And still, it doesn't alter the fact that the 80-meter distance is not preventative. It doesn't stop me from getting closer to the stop. Encourage me to get closer right. to the stop. Give me better rewards for getting closer to the stop. Let me and your player base make choices based off of their own safety and what they feel. And reward people who play the game the way you want. What angers me about a lot of companies and a lot of gaming companies do this is they hard focus on how they absolutely feel the game should be played and won't budge off of it, even if it's been 15, 20 years. Like, no. Well, I mean, that's this is the way it is. Yes, that is that is probably a roadblock 
or obstacle that game designers, you have to be able to self-identify of like, yes, that's how you want the game to be played, but you actually have to look at how people are actually playing the game and adapt. Uh, That I will agree with you. Well, I I think the big takeaway from the meeting is like, number one, if you're going to make choices, if you're going to make choices, you have to be more transparent so people don't the the lack of transparency is why people speculate oh this is only about money or oh like niantic only wants our dollar um like the problem with transparency though is then you give people a reason like to self-justify to why they're leaving if you leave it ambiguous then they can say <laughs> oh, i'm gonna stay because i think i'm angry about this but since i'm not sure that's what i'm angry about i'll stay but if they specifically like give you a reason and you're like oh that is the reason why i'm angry then i'm out and they go. But the the other thing that I felt like this meeting was was you you have you haven't even looked your game was the same not the same, but a lot of things in Pogo for the last five years were decisions made on like the first year of the game. Like Adventure Sync. Adventure Sync like and I, I did say this during, this was part two of what I said. I only spoke for like, I mean, it was an hour meeting. I only spoke for like two minutes because the third takeaway I had from the Niantic meeting is people say a lot in a Zoom call and they, they say very little. <laughs> they talk yeah. a lot. Yes. But they, called, yes. I use a lot of words to say very little. And yes. it's like, yes. wow, you just wasted 10 minutes of this meeting and you could have said one sentence. Uh, so the second thing I said is I feel like I'm a hardcore player in Pokemon Go. I have only hit the 50 kilometers in the last five years, maybe a dozen times. How many weeks in a year? 52? Um, it's every week, so 12 out of you know 200 weeks. So what you are doing wrong, or what am I doing that's so extraordinary? <laughs> you, you walk a lot. I've started you, walking again. I've been doing my daily constitutionals, so I'm, I'm getting closer to hitting those parts. But yeah, you I, walk a lot. I would I say that I probably hit like 35 a week so i get the 25 reward which is no one cares no one cares about the egg with cranidose in it and there's nothing in that game that's driving me to walk to get the 50 ever and when i did hit the 50 it just reminds me of how much of a disappointment it is (laughs) to get it like again if you want your game like They've said this again, and, you know, people were mad about, like, GoFest of, like, one of the tasks was, you know, walk one kilometer. Their game is about walking. I'm, I'm sorry. That, they've said it. We've, we've said it. That's what it is. If you want to play on the couch and not ever leave your house, you can. But their game is about walking, and they've made it pretty clear over the last five years that, look, that's what you're signing up for. <laughs> it's like... I mean, I, 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 I do think that it is unfair to say that some of the people who are complaining about the walking requirements are just wanting to sit on their couch. Sure. Because there's a number of people who cannot complete that task. They just can't for mobility reasons, for a ton of reasons. So let's be real. Some of the people who are upset is legitimate. This is an impossible task for me. And you made it a vital part of this. It wasn't optional. I get why they're mad. It's easy to say, oh, they just want to sit on the couch. There's a whole section of people yes. who want to play this game that cannot do those things. They need to remember that that it's a game about walking, 
It's also a Pokemon game, and there's a lot of people that can't necessarily do those walking things easy, and that does need to be on their radar. And a lot of those people started playing because of the COVID changes. Correct. Totally understand. I think the word somebody else used in the meeting was the game needs to be more additive to... I agree. Versus, like, what they did was, like, remove features pretty much for everyone. Yeah. So that the whoever said that the game needs to be more additive, million percent agree with you. Also, I, I said a lot of words and I really said nothing, but really I could have just said, hey, make your game more additive. There we go. <laughs> We're here. Well, I mean, it's it's helpful to give concrete ideas of what you think that should be. Right? Like, it's one thing to say, hey, make it more additive, but be able to say, like, hey, when I mean additive, I want rewards to happen at certain things that reward me for these behaviors. Yeah, it, it's good and to be clear also, or understand one of the key rules of customer service of once you start giving something away, you can't take it back. <laughs> and also, I, d- I do want to like I'm not trying to throw anyone under the bus, but there were people in that meeting, other content creators and whatnot, making cl- like saying things about their communities and what they do that I just disagree with. Like the whole Pokestop thing of like no one cares about Pokestops. Just make it 80. No one's going to Pokestops because they want to see a horse statue. I Fundamentally, so I just disagree with that. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 me as an individual, I enjoy looking at the Poke Stops, especially like when I'm sending gifts out to people and I see like the Poke Stops that they're sending me and the ones that I'm sending out to them. And I'm like, oh, I don't remember passing that. Like when I like to went to the art park with you guys and before I met you guys, that's how I explore. I was like, oh, I, I'm, we're walking to the spaceship. That's cool. Okay, what's this? What's this over here? Okay, we're walking to the gnome under the tree. Like that is how I explored that park, and it was a great way to explore that park. So I guess like that that leads into like I can kind of see why companies in general don't listen to their fan bases, even though their fan bases are vocal. Because literally in this meeting, some people just. We're like, no one does this. And I'm sitting here being like, no, people do do this. Like, don't listen. Uh, unmute my mic. Don't listen to that guy. He's like, <laughs> I mean, it is always a balancing act of what what feedback is is good and what feedback is bad. And it is always hard to determine what percentage that person represents. But generally, if more than one person agrees with it, there is a larger segment of your customer base that also feels that way and should be considered. And when you have conflicting information, then yeah, you need to make a decision about how you think the game should be played. But overall, like one of the things is I don't think anybody disagreed with like the extended stop distance was good for everybody yes. and they were real mad when it went away like that's a clear message how you solve for x can be open for interpretation but yeah there's a ton of people who can't afford to travel have visited everything in their house a new pokestop is not you know going to see pokestops that they've seen a thousand times is not a draw for them to to go into that area totally again. And there are people who have one Pokestop in their town, and they've always had one Pokestop in their town. So, yeah, I get it for that person in that town with one Pokestop. That Pokestop, probably not a draw to them. They're probably very well aware of what it is. I know what that is. 
I uh, probably put it there. I mean, Niantic apologized to us. They, they, they said, like, we made the decision to go back. We learned that it was the wrong decision. And we spent however long they spent, like, what, three weeks talking about what was the right decision, which I don't know. Like, I mean, in retrospect, the right decision is like, we'll just reverse it. But I'm sure they were talking about, like, do we make it 60? Do we make it 70? Do we do only gyms? Do we only do stops? Do we do 100? I'm sure that was all talked about. And it probably just as easy as it was to say, well, it worked for four years. Let's go back to it. It was probably easy to say, we'll just go back to 80. (laughs) Yes. Well, but also, you know, at least give niantic some acknowledgement and gratitude that they oh, are yeah. willing to reflect on the question and make changes even yeah. if we don't yeah. like the first decision even if we don't like the change that they make at least they're willing to do so look i just went back to destiny 2 and some of like some of the yeah, thanks for telling me i heard that i heard that and you didn't invite <laughs> me i heard that so literally the, these are dumb decisions but i they were really little things but my favorite class was the gunslinger class in destiny and in destiny 1 your your golden gun lasted like eight seconds and your trip mines stuck to enemies and to other players. So in like Crucible, that was really good. And in Destiny 2, they were like, trip mines no longer stick. Golden gun no longer lasts eight seconds. You got like 2.5 seconds. Good luck. You better have good aim. And those two changes were enough to be like, I am no longer having fun with Destiny. And uh, yeah. there there were obviously other reasons. And for a lot of Pokemon Go players, it's just not this it's just not the radius. It's the radius plus this and plus this and plus this. And Des- I, I went back to Destiny 2 this week after my wife was like, please, I want to try Destiny again. And f- five years later, they, my golden gun is normal. They f- they went back. <laughs> it took them five years. The tr- they yeah. did. They fixed the trip mine. Trip mine now sticks to enemies again. So like, if anything, hey, Niantic only took three weeks. Bungie took five years <laughs> to make these changes. So I have had plenty of meetings with Niantic. They always they and the people that I talk to, I always leave those meetings optimistic. They like. I don't know if it's the Pokemon company. I don't know if it's Google. I don't know if it's Nintendo. I don't know if it's like one specific boss that works at Niantic. But the people I talk to, they 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 love the game so much. They're so optimistic about it. They're so excited with these changes that are rolling out. They want to get our feedback of what we think about things that they are working on. And I don't have any like super big secrets. Like I found out like even in the meeting with Niantic about the change, like they when I left that meeting. They didn't say they were going to, they said they were going to change it, but they didn't give us a date. They were like, we, we regret the eight, we regret the 40. We're going to change it. We don't know what we're going to change it to. We don't know when. And then lo and behold, like two days later, they changed it. And there's another change on September 1st. So I don't know what that is, but hopefully it's something good. All in all, I mean, I'm going to tell you as an employee of another company, I can definitely muster up excitement when I'm talking about my own company that I don't really feel. <laughs> yep. I want Pokemon Go to be the best game there is. I hope that whatever they say on September 1st is like, hey, we're fixing Avengers Sync. We want to make it more fun. I I just hope that this 40 and 80 debate or problem or issue or mistake, whatever you want to classify it, I, I kind of am glad that it happened because I think everyone, whether it's a company or just a person... They like need a <laughs> sometimes they need something tragic to be like, we should really reflect on this or the things that we <laughs> the things I mean, that we just took for granted for four years. 
we should actually look at them and say like, hey, the world is different, the game is different, our players are different, and we should change them. One Tragic, maybe not the best word. <laughs> a global pandemic would have brought about these decisions. And it did. What's, what the sign of a very mid-sized company is you don't have a lot of voices in those meetings. And I think that shows in a lot of their decisions is you're... I think Niantic still has a we're a tiny company trying to do good and hasn't wrestled with the fact that you're a very large company that a lot of people are watching now. You may not have a lot of employees, but you're playing with the big boys and you are no longer able to be like, oops, we're just little people. We didn't think about it. Like you have to get on board with what millions of other companies that do vital services or that a lot of people are into is you really have to be in touch with your customer base. You have to get better communication. You have to understand that you can't see yourself as this little underdog anymore when you're making $2.5 million a month. (laughs) A lot of money. Yeah, I, I agree. When Pokemon Go is good, it's really good. I I agree with that for as much as the game frustrates me when we're having fun. I love it. And then there's moments like the last towards 40 or when I'm just walking through my neighborhood and suddenly I can't get to a gym like, nah, I'm pretty mad at you. Yeah, it's I mean, and and it's I think it's it's easier to be frustrated with it because it's on your phone and you're in the real world and you can just swipe it close and move on. Versus sitting on your couch or in front of your computer. And also, if your GPS was better and didn't shoot me all over the city, (laughs) giving me extra distance and maybe get there would be help. Uh, Yeah, I don't have anything else. I mean, uh, like, uh, I I thought Niantic was pretty transparent. I think the the what when when they told us their thought process, I was like, this makes sense, even though I don't agree with you. But at least at least your company is (laughs) at least your company is doing something. Um, But at least they're trying. Yes. Yeah, we'll see what the September first stuff is. I hope I, I hope it's more. I, I hope it's exciting. I hope it's like, hey, we're fixing X Y Z. We're putting. X- oh, they're bringing out Pokemon Z finally. Yes, Niantic is the lead developer of Pokemon <laughs> Z for the <laughs> Nintendo Pokemon Switch. Z. That's what they've been working on for five years. All right, we'll take a break. We're going to talk about Pokemon Masters on the f- uh, when we get back, and then question of the week, Pokemon of the week. So we will be right back. The two seconds of time we saved in raid was off put by the five hours of steve going bring it to mega hound dude oh yeah you should be happy mega hound doom swept that dude so many times but the point being is mega hound sweeping the floor sweeping the floor Swept that dude so many times, but the point being is, sweeping the floor, sweeping the floor, sweeping the floor with that guy. And we are back from our break. All right, this is off Pokemon.com. Uh, 
Pokemon Masters EX two-year anniversary event has new sync pairs and more. So we were talking two weeks ago about what could they possibly do that would be better than Leon. And the answer was nothing. Nah, these are good. What? Okay. They're great. So they are very good, but literally none of these blow Leon out of the water. Leon <laughs> Leon in that Sigma suit is the greatest thing that they have put into that game. These are good, but they do not reach that bar. I think the internet would disagree with you on Lily. They are. Uh, yes. Yeah, I am not interested in Lily. Let's be clear. <laughs> I have made that very clear on this program. I am not. Lily and I can go shopping for clothing, and I support her in her choices, but I am I am down to hang out a lot with Leon Sigma suit. All right, so we have uh, Misty and Psyduck, Lily and Lunala, N and Reshiram, and Steven and Rayquaza are all arriving with the opportunity to collect gems and scout tickets. It is party time on Pasio as Pokemon Masters EX celebrates its two-year anniversary to mark this uh, auspicious occasion. There is a wide variety of special events, new sync pairs, login bonuses, and the return of classic story events. In addition to all the fun festivals, the game's level cap... This is the worst part about the whole announcement. The game's Mm. level cap will increase to level 140. Check out the excitement that's in store for the anniversary event. Okay, so first we have the Hearts United event, which the festival kicks off with the new Hearts United event story, which runs from August 27th through September 29th. Lear is putting on a special battle event with Lily, Anne, and Steven as hosts. Uh, The question is, which of the opponents... Of these three trainers will be selected to battle. By completing the mission, you can earn up to 1,300 gems. You will face extreme competition in the Unity Gala Challenge, in which you will take on Lear, Rachel, and Sawyer with your sync pairs. Keep checking to the Hearts United event. New areas will appear as the celebration goes on. Here's a hint. You will need fighting-type sync pairs for battle. Flying. So then they did the Misty in a swimsuit. Finally. It's been two years. We get swimsuit Misty. Still waiting for swimsuit Ramos, but one day. Uh, hey, I am. I have hope. <laughs> so Misty and Psyduck, longtime Pokemon fans will be excited with the arrival of the Sync Pair from August 27th through October 15th. You can enjoy the event star- starring the Cerulean City Gym Leader and the lovable Psyduck. Completing this event will let you team up with Psyduck, and you can raise the Sync Pair. So this is to- this is free. You don't have to pull her. You just have to. Yeah, I didn't realize that she wasn't a pull. You just need to complete the story and then keep completing the story to get enough tickets to raise her level. But yeah, yeah she's pretty much completely free. She's uh, also hopping Zamazenta are free if you're new to the game. Yeah. So new sync pairs, uh, a trio of new sync pairs making their debut from August 27th through September 29th. Three Pokemon trainers in these sync pairs are returning characters sporting cool anniversary outfits. Each one is paired with a new legendary partner. So you have Lily anniversary 2021 with Lunala N Anniversary 2021 with Reshiram and Steven Anniversary 2021 with Rayquaza. For what it's worth, the Rayquaza is shiny. Yeah. Shiny Raymond Quasar is here with his pal, Steven. Uh, want to add even more sync pairs to your squad from September 29th until September 29th, so literally a whole month. You can log into Pokemon Masters EX for 10 days to uh, receive 10 pair scout tickets each day. These tickets will let you uh, be used in the special 10-pair scout, which can be found in the ticket scout within the shop. As as you might expect, 10-pair scout tickets will allow you to scout 10 sync pairs, 
which means you can team up with 100 sync pairs totally for free. This was the big thing they showed during the <laughs> Pokemon Presents. Yeah, and it is free. There is no catch. It is free. Uh, I think it's bold of them with as many repeats as they give to say you'll be able to team up with 100 sync pairs. You will probably team up with 50 because you get a lot of repeats. To, to be fair, not trying to defend, but if you're a new player to the game... You kind of want those duplicates to make sure they're five out of five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but but I think it's bold of them to say you can team up with 100 sync pairs. Nah, dog. <laughs> You're not. It's going to be like 50 <laughs> Ramos. you like 50 like... Ramos and 20 Bryson, man. And then you'll get one five star. So good luck. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, you have a 7% chance of every 10 pull to get a five star. You get to do it 10 times. I did see a bunch of people in our Discord and our Slack say, like, this is this was what got them to download the game. It's super smart marketing. It's a very good deal. Uh, it's it's you you're getting your 100 sync pairs for free. Uh, you're logging into the game 10 times to get that for free. You're getting your gems for logging in. Uh, they had a 3000 bonus for the. Two year anniversary. I do you still you still get the three thousand bonus to celebrate like Pokemon Presents or whatever. So you I sh- think so. You, so if you're logging yeah. in, I believe you're getting like six thousand gems for free, plus the hundred gems every day to celebrate, plus the thirteen hundred gems for doing the misty th- or the whatever. Plus there's other events that will give you gems. Mm-hmm. So again, if you're a new player, it's really hard to be bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the bitterness will come when you pull nothing good. Yeah. But yes, it will. They're really rewarding both new players and returning players, which is awesome. I, I feel like a lot of games, they always like focus on new players and the returning players are like, what am I? Like, I've been playing your game. Like, give me something too. I'm playing your game. But I think they're doing a really good job at both. They are returning some story events here. So from September 2nd through the 16th, uh, you have the girl in black and white featuring Hilda and Tedpig. From September 4th through the 16th, you have Material Mining, which features uh, material evolutions for evolving Pokemon. From September 6th through September 16th, you have Lily Clefairy, Gla- Gladion Silvalli, Lusamine, and Faramosa are coming to the Family Ties event. Uh, from September 8th through the 16th, you have the uh, Volkner and Luxray. From September 10th through 16th, you have uh L- Lysia, how do you say her name? Lysia? I think it's Lysia. With Altaria, which I believe she's Stephen Stone's sister? Right? Uh, uh, she is Wallace's niece. And then you have, from September 2nd through the 16th, you have the Ideal Formula, which features N and Zekrom. The thing they don't say here is that these, the Lily, the Stephen Stone, and the N banners are... What do they call them? They're called like they're so the normal banner is a seven percent chance of pulling a five star, and usually the the trainer featured in that banner is like a two percent. Mm-hmm. So you have a one in fifty chance of pulling, nor tech, uh, uh, percentage wise, and then there's called a fair scout banner, which yeah. is a which is a, instead of a seven percent chance of getting a five star, you have a ten percent chance of getting a five star, and then usually the, in that banner, the same thing. It's a two percent chance of getting what you want. These are like they are master fair scouts, master fair scouts. So it's a twelve percent chance of getting a five star, but Lily, Steven, and N are only a one percent chance, 
which this is not the first time they did it. They did this with Maxi and Archie, I believe. And one mm-hmm. one other they did it with, I think. But Maxi and Archie were the big like 1%. But these so that's outfi- like one in a hundred. That's one in a hundred. These outfits are really great, though. But they're just uh, outfits. Steven Stones is great. Lily's is very good. Ends is fine. But it's just the outfit. There's no gameplay affecting. Well, so well, the Pokemon are the gameplay. The Pokemon. So judging by how they are, what they look to be, Lily is actually probably the least powerful one of the group. But probably but she's like a ghost. But probably yeah, the best ghost. But it's probably the best ghost. But there's, I mean, Phoebe's the best ghost. Like, that tank and what Phoebe does, this, Lily's not going to hold a candle to that. Yeah, but your best ghost type attacker is Morty. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Lily's L- Lunala is going to blow Morty out of the water. Probably, but you don't really need ghost type attackers. From what I've seen, uh, Steven and Rayquaza is... Almost as OP as Sycamore and Xerneas is, or well, Sigma even Suit Steven Leon and Metagross, and... I think, is still one of the best yeah. units you can have. Metagross is great. From what I understand, from looking into it, like you want, you want Steven Stone, you want N, and then Lily is probably going to be very good. But if you have to make a choice, you're going to go for Steven or N. I was hoping the anniversary paid stuff would be better. It is like the best that it can be um but it's uh, well it's it's, it's the, the best they're going to do it's i don't the think best it's the that, best it can be no it could definitely be better it is the like best they're going to be do better. it is the same deal as the one year anniversary it is like 80 dollars for 1400 gems which is like the best they've ever done but they could do better usually the thing if you do want to give masters money your your best bang for your buck is honestly the one dollar for 300 gems because that will give you because normally it's one dollar for a uh, hundred gems, and then sometimes they do like one dollar for one hundred and fifty gems. But the one dollar for three hundred gems, you get three daily scouts with that. That's probably like if you just want to give them a couple bucks and you just want a couple daily scouts, especially with like a twelve percent chance of five star. Um, I think you can buy that like three times. So three dollars will get you like nine days of daily scout pulls, and it's not terribly expensive. It's probably more value than anything you're gonna get in an incubator in Pogo. <laughs> but I don't I don't know. The the I, I was going like what could be possibly better than Leon? And these three are pretty good. They're good. They're not better, but they're good. Nah, they're it's good. It's a matter of perspective. Man, it's, Lily's objective. Uh, Lily's outfit. I am is telling you now. So great. I'm you staking know, my claim. You know, if Pokemon Masters needed anything to save their game. Uh, anniversary Marnie, Mayor B, anniversary Marnie. Marnie. All of Japan <laughs> oh, would go. Yeah. To, all of Japan Ab- would be in debt. Yeah. For I mean, whatever reason, su- Marnie is like number one in Japan. But they did Summer Suit Marnie, and yeah, Summer Suit Marnie is is an amazing pair. Like Grimstar is so good in the game. But when you put that word anniversary in front of it, it's all over. <laughs> I mean, people like summer as much as like anniversaries. Yeah, 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 yeah. What they needed was and surprise, mirror B, mirror B. Nobody would be able to resist. Look, if Niantic can listen to us, DNA, <laughs> give me mirror B. Give and me Ludicolo. the mirror B, mirror B and Ludicolo. Not in the game yet. <laughs> Not in the game. The, <laughs> save it up for the two and a half year anniversary. 
you know, you look at these three sync pairs and you go, what can top this? What are they going to do for the three-year anniversary? <laughs> I mean, we'll have another generation up by then, maybe? No. Yeah. We'll have, they'll bring forward the Legends of Arceus people. Brought through time. We need the... Uh, well, we are getting Chairman Rose, so Swimsuit Rose. Oh, Swimsuit Rose. Sw- we never got Beach Giovanni, which was in the we anime. We have not. We have not gotten Beach Giovanni yet. That is that is a back pocket. That is a back pocket. Hey, somebody sent in an email about the, like, uh, they work in a museum, and, and it was re- really, really good. Remind me, we'll do that next week, because the show's too is long. Is to do with Pokemon Masters? Oh, I was thinking of uh, Arceus. Sorry. Mm. The, like, the Sinnoh region and the Hisui oh. region. They they had some thoughts, and, like, as being a historian, they wanted to share their perspective. It was a really good email. So remind me, we'll cover that next week. <laughs> Just remember, listeners, Steve forgets about email. I do for forget years. about years. <laughs> and if then you want my like... deep dive, remind me. <laughs> I'll give you the, the real details. Mm, I think it's a good... Look, I think this is probably the best time you can try Masters, and you can probably walk away from agree. it being like, I like it, or it's not for me. Because you get so many sync pairs. There's a lot of events going on. They're giving a bunch of free stamina. They brought back a lot of the events that give you good free sync pairs. You can get caught up pretty easy. Um, I am not thrilled with the 140 level cap, but whatever. Honestly, like I'm, most of my sync pairs are 120, 125. Because I didn't even get to the point where when they moved from 125 to 130, I was like, I'm not doing this right now. And the game is playable. It's fine. I will say yeah. if you're a new player... There's, there's like, it, it says something like hard or super hard or ultra hard. Like, you don't have to do that ultra hard content to enjoy the game. It, it seems like you do because it's like a, a stepladder. But, like, the ultra hard content is designed for the actual hardcore people. So, like, don't feel bad if you're not doing it. Like, I, I can't even remember the last time I did an ultra hard and I was like, boy, this felt worth it. Like, it is. Yeah. It, 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 it does have a nice reward most of the time, but it. It's not a necessary like, Don't feel like, oh, I, I'm bad at this game because I can't do... Like, that is that content is designed for people who live and breathe this game. Yeah. And if you're just logging in every day and spending your stamina and just pulling, that content's not for you. Don't don't feel bad if you can't do it. Yeah. Do something else. most sync pairs on their sync grid are great at three out of five. Like, you can get through the content you don't need, and a lot of them more than you don't need more than three for a lot of them to get everything you need out of their sync grid so like it is really truly one of the games where like this is the hardcore content and is for hardcore like the hop event is the first time i've ever done the ultra hard ever (laughs) it was like yeah i'll try it yeah and even even the sync grid stuff almost all that story stuff you do don't even have to touch them don't even need it no yep just power up the couple that you really like yeah, I, th- I think it's fun. And then at a certain point, you'll be like, please let me auto battle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you will. I think Pokemon Masters EX is in a real, real good place right now. Uh, surprisingly, compared to other of their mobile games. <laughs> goodbye, Rumble Rush. Goodbye, Pokemon Duel. <laughs> Rest in peace. Question of the week. Question of the week. Yeah, go ahead and ask that question. Pulled from submissions found on the YouTube and Slack. This is... Hmm. 
<laughs> like you have wow. time to prepare for this. It must be a deep question. I like Brandon's. Do you prefer a Pokemon game that is set in the past period like Johto or Legends, modern era or future period? Personally, I would like to see a, hu- a hyper futuristic take on Pokemon. Yeah, I want them all. I would play all of them. I'm, I'm the same as Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. Yes to past. Yes to future. Yes to modern. Like, I, I want to see Pokemon the on other planets. I want a yeah. po- Pokemon Mars visit. Yep. Yes. I want I want space Pikachu in a, in a helmet and shoots lightning out of a laser gun. Yes. These are the things that I want. I want these. I opened up a bunch of Digimon cards, and one of the gimmicks in Digimon at one point was fusions. They like took, they'll take like two Digimons and they fuse together. And oh, Reshiram, Kiram, Zekrom, they exist. I get it. They're here. But that has to be a gimmick one day of like Charizard and Mewtwo, two of the most popular Pokemon, like fuse those together. <laughs> I want to yeah. see that. They did that in the anime with the like it was like a flashback or whatever or like an illusion, but like the, the Venus toys where they took the Venus or the blast toys. <laughs> so whatever, if it's modern, past, or future, I give mean me, that's that's future stuff, right? That's there. future. That's, give me the fusions. I want that, I want that that's gimmick. Some, that's some cyberpunk wild fusion. Play with the genes. You got your, you got your, you got your entire race of people that have fused with Venusaur DNA, and so they're plant people and they run around. I want, I'm I'm into it. Isn't okay. I'm so it. in Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, there's the alternative timeline where every bad guy wins what they need to win, and then Giovanni right. transfers them into the place. Right. And then like, wait a minute, I don't think they won what they needed to win. I think <laughs> which was true happiness because like, they're chasing impossible out dreams. of their timeline like right before their bitter defeat. Oh, okay, more like it. Yeah. At one point, spoilers for the end of Ultrasound Ultra Mood. At one point, Colrus like z- zaps in and then grabs Gatsis and then zaps out. Right? That's ha- that happens. I kind of remember. Yeah. So I need the futuristic Pokemon game where Colrus <laughs> is somewhere there. <laughs> I feel like Colrus is the one that's involved in that. Oh, absolutely. Okay, our question YouTube is from Void of Sin. I like this one a lot. Although we kind of answered it on the Patreon bonus podcast, but I wasn't on I wasn't there. That you guys weren't there. They say, why do you think the graphics complaint started? I grew up with Pokemon and not once did I ever think about the games looking graphical masterpieces nor or, or cared that they did. I don't think the 3DS games look good. I find it bizarre when people say Sword and Shield look worse than Sun and Moon. I also find that bizarre. Why do people care about uh, appearance? Why do why do appearance matter so much to people nowadays? Uh, I blame Steve. Same. Okay. The easy answer. Uh, no. The, the so, easy answer is like this is all of video games though. It doesn't matter what if it's Pokemon yeah. or Halo or so, Call of Duty. Like the graphic. Like I. Uh, this is what I said. Uh, here. Here's a spoiler for the Patreon thing. I remember being in high school, being on the Nintendo forums. When Nintendo had their own official forum, like the official Nintendo forums, and most threads on that forums were nonstop people comparing Nintendo games to the Xbox 360 because the Xbox 360 was coming out and the King Kong game was like the graphical powerhouse that was showing. It was just day in and day out 
of Nintendo fans saying their graphics don't matter because we got the better games and the Xbox looks better, but their <laughs> games are dark. Like this conversation has existed before the Nintendo yeah. forums and well after the Nintendo forums. Well, yeah. I mean, I will say that it existed back when the hardware was garbage. Like the Intellivision versus Atari conversations that we had back in the day mm-hmm. are the same conversations we're having now. Even. <laughs> ColecoVision, which I had. I love ColecoVision. Um, there's a couple of things. We, I don't think we can get past the sort of gatekeepy tribal aspect of it, right? Like, it starts with the, I am an Xbox person, and therefore I'm going to pick the things that I like and argue that that's better. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get these arguments of this is better, X is better, because this is the brand they identify with. And so, like, a huge chunk of it is gatekeepy, uh, intertribal garbage. Fine. I think what we've also run into is we have crossed the tech technology barrier where a lot of things that we didn't think were possible are now very much possible. And we can do them in our hand. So it's hard to translate easily for a lot of people who grew up in a high technology society who didn't who aren't necessarily fully aware of how bad it was um to sort of grasp like why can't everything be at x quality because my phone can do it and it's tiny it's in my hand and it's 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 harder to see because we've made so many advancements how how different hardware powers and different priorities come into play. It's a very nuanced conversation that doesn't work on the internet. Mm-hmm. Period. Like Well, so so that argument, that's what I call the all the factors argument. It's where if you look if you're only looking skin deep, you can say, Well, if this game could do it, then that game can do it. But you're not looking at all the factors. Yeah. Right, that there's maybe a lot of data weight to the way that the gameplay is designed that takes away from the space available to hold graphic capabilities or music or music or so there are trade offs to be made. I also would want to say, like in in line with what Greg was saying about tribal, there's another thing that we since we don't participate in this and we so we tend to kind of ignore it, is it kind of goes in line with when I was younger and I wouldn't listen to like Mariah Carey or Madonna because that's the music everybody else listened to and I could only listen to bands that you had never heard of because <laughs> that, me makes me a, that makes me a better person, right? It's, and, and it's like the inverse of that. All the, all the cool people are crapping on the graphics even though when i watched <laughs> yeah. that that thing i never even thought of the graphics Mm-mm. but oh wait wait a minute this cool dude that i look up to on the internet is now saying how terrible those graphics are i'm going to latch onto that argument so i can be like the cool dude because that's obviously the cool dude's argument whether i actually care about the graphics or not <laughs> or ever cared before yes that is an argument that I like right for me. And I have, you know what? Go through the history of this podcast. I, you can get quotes from me saying a hundred times, <laughs> a thousand times. I used to play 
a game where it was one square shooting a tiny square at another square, and my imagination filled in the details. I am happy with whatever you give me now. It's also hard to get out of negative opinions, get more attention than positive opinions. Yes. It's very easy to find a lot of negative opinions on the internet, and they draw your attention. They make you feel emotions more than positive takes do. Mm-hmm. So it is our natural inclination to find the things that are negative and say, hey, these are the things that... Because being negative gets me attention. Like, there's a whole slew of reasons why this conversation comes up. Um, and it's really people, hard to There are some people that genuinely care about graphics, though, right? Yeah, like, and there yeah, are. Yeah. Like, to be fair, like, like some people... They want a good-looking game because that's right. what they want, and that's totally fair. And and it it is hard to decide divine out what they mean by good-looking. Like I had this mm-hmm. conversation after three hour. Like, what do you consider good-looking? Like, what exactly do you want it to be? And and it, it the conversation gets very muddy because people don't define their terms, mm-hmm. and so it's very hard to not have two separate conversations. Because you're not being specific. Like, you're saying, I want graphics to be better, but you're not defining what you consider the what graphics to be. It's like, are you angry about be? the watercolor art style, or are you angry because the edges aren't smooth? Right? Like, that's an important thing to divine out of the conversation. And I had to have that conversation with a lot of people. Like, what exactly don't you like? What do you want to be better? Because that helps shape whether I agree or disagree with you. But it's really easy to say graphics are bad. And in what way? How? Hey, I said why. For what? I wasn't into that ground. I wasn't into that water. <laughs> it's also not finished. The textures. It's the textures. It's the textures. I mean, you know, and my argument to people back was like, you know, we mocked people for the tree argument for two years. I'm not going to have a water argument. I'm not going to fall into the same trap like the trees are unfinished, the water is unfinished. Like, it's not an argument I'm having because they're not done. Well, the trees were never done. <laughs> trees trees will never be done. If we go back to the tree argument, the game, uh, Sword and Shield ended up looking better, of course, except the trees. The The other thing is, like, it, it is weird to me where people are like, oh, the sword, the like sun and moon look better than sword and shield. They're, they're just out of their minds. They just want to make those like plain. Like there were people that are, are like, well, Pokemon Masters looks better than sword and shield. And it's like, y- yeah, but also Pokemon Masters is like 3D Pokemon. And it's just the same Pokemon models as sword and shield. But like all the mm-hmm. backgrounds in Masters is like 2D flatness. Real basic. Static. Yeah. They're like static backgrounds. Yeah. Like you're not moving, like you're not moving around in the Pokemon Center in Masters. You're just looking at everyone standing there, who are also not moving. <laughs> right. It's it's like it's it's really weird. I I I am worried that like X and Y and Sun and Moon will start looking very very bad. Um, like how Nintendo sixty four games don't hold up anymore. Uh, but that doesn't that doesn't really happen with like red and blue or like black and white because they're pixel in a way so they 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 look exactly how they look i don't know i don't think pixel art age like i don't think <laughs> super does. nintendo games or nes games age as poorly as nintendo 64 games i i i would disagree they look real bad mm, yeah they do like, you ever tried like, ice climbers mm. like take your nostalgia glasses off 
No, Stardew Valley, like, Stardew Valley look looks incredible, and it, it's it's designed but to look like a Super Nintendo game. It, it's designed to look that way, but it's not like Link to the it, Past. It it takes incredible the, looking. It takes the influence of it and puts it in that retro art style. But it is not using just 16 bits. It yeah. is not using just 8 bits. Like, you can say, and this is the argument I've been having, it was done in a retro art style, and they did that to appeal to that style. Mm-hmm. But that is not a 16-bit game. Not by half. Like, you are talking about two different, two different aspects. 8-bit games look terrible. They couldn't do better than 8-bit games. I think the original hey. Super Mario Brothers and the original Legend of Zelda on the NES, I think they, I think they look good. Yeah, they, what they were they pushing are. the limits of those systems, man. They were, they were, but I think, I think they're I mean, like they do not look. Good. <laughs> I, I am sure there are a handful of Super Nintendo games that look awful, but I think like Donkey Kong Country, I think Legend of Zelda, I think um, Yoshi's Island. Like I feel like all those games hold up graphically. I think Wind Waker holds up graphically. I don't think. Gale of Darkness or Coliseum hold up graphically because they 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 are Nintendo sixty four games ported to the GameCube and then run over with a mud truck to like hide the or like to try to smooth things out. They look pretty bad. Um, I think Stadium does look pretty bad now. I think Golden I I don't even know how anyone can play Golden Eye on the Nintendo sixty four anymore. <laughs> like, geez, that looks awful. But I think there are some. I think there are games that capture a style. I'm not sure if I'm not actually sure if it's style or graphics or what you want to call it, but it ages very well. And I think Wind Waker so, is the game that aged like, has aged perfectly. Wind Waker picked a very cartoony art style, yes, which was a good choice because it helped keep them within the limits of what graphics could do. And that's my point. That game holds up because they went with a very distinct art style that feels more timeless. But that was a choice of making that world. It's, it's the argument people have between World of Warcraft and Final Fantasy. Both require the same level of graphic cards. They look very different. One is cartoony, one is hyper-realistic, and you're drawn to one of the two styles. But they both burn your CPO <laughs> at just as much power and will stress your graphics card out. It is a hard conversation to have because you have to define what you're talking about. And I don't think like an eight the original Zelda game with the shooty sword looks good by any modern standards. No, it but you fill it in like, with your imagination. Yeah, it looks like an old game. Like you I we all played I don't know if you ever played the game adventure game where the dragon looked like a duck. Like I have fun no, memories. But that sounds of that awesome. Game. But it is an awful game. It is graphically terrible. And when I look at it, I'm like, yeah, it's awful. But I loved it as a kid. <laughs> it's a the very the gameplay diff- was so good. Yeah, the gameplay was great. And you got chased by a giant dragon duck. Yeah. I'm into this duck, duck. dragon. Okay, here, real simple question. Uh, this is from Caden. Since apparently everything is on the table since Baskelin, of all Pokemon got an Evo, which Pokemon do you think either in Legends or games I've had uh, would get one? I Should pe- get one? I par- should get one. Uh, which game? Which what Pokemon do you think should get more love, either in Legends or Games Ahead? Oh, I see. I see, I see. So Stantler got an evolution. Basculin got an evolution. Which give me a Pokemon? Make it real. Rescue. Delibird. Not oh, Delibird. You know what I want? 
You know what I You're want. Say I want a Dunsparce yeah. evolution. I'm going to say Maractus. Hardcore. I already said Maractus. I took it from you. Say no, something you said else. Dunsparce. I said Maractus first because I knew that's what, what you were going to What did you say, Will? Pick. Ice Cube. <laughs> Ice Cube. <laughs> oh, Ice Cube absolutely would be a cutie. Uh, no, can I do a pre-evolution? Thing. I really think <laughs> I'm going to die on this hill. I want a ca- I want a baby cow. If it's female, it evolves into Miltank. If it's male, it evolves into Tauros. Mm. Yeah. Baby cow. And if, and if you give it... <laughs> I was just going to say, if it's non-binary, it, it evolves yeah. into Buffalant. It turns into Buffalant. What's baby it, cow called? Calf? Yes, yes. sir. You make veal in some circuits. <laughs> All right, yeah, veal spelled V E E L. Pokemon of the week. All right, last week's Pokemon uh, was talking about Sinnoh, bringing that up, and the fact that they added a heck ton of new evolutions, akin to the question we just had for Pokemon that previously did not have evolutions. Uh, and then I said uh, the kind of the causes of those new evolutions that were introduced in those games. Uh, some had to evolve while knowing a particular move. Some had to be exposed to a held item. Some had to evolve in a special location, at least at that time. Um, and some had to be holding a razor slash item at night. Uh, it was none of those. And then there was one other way that you could evolve a Pokemon, which has been around since Generation 1. Um, except it had to do this while holding something. And then that's what all you need. That's all you need. I gave all the information. Who's that Pokemon? It's Chatot. Yep. Chatot holding a leaf. Chatot is in Hisui. It was in the art. For Legends Arc. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chatot is, yes. Chatot is in there, yeah. Uh, it's Dusclops. Dusclops is correct. So everybody who guessed Dust Noir, you don't understand how evolution works. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I wrote down Dusk Noir to remind me <laughs> on my piece of paper that I wanted the one before it. Dust. Sorry, I didn't have this pulled up. Dusclops. Uh, it is a combination answer. of the word dusk and clops. Cyclops. It only has one <laughs> eye. One eye. Uh, very good competitively. Mm. The Very There's good shiny, too. a lot too. of trivia. Man, it's shiny is so good in Gen 5, and then once it gets to Gen 6, it's so bad. How do they mess up colors? How? How indeed. Uh, very good shuffle icon. Good shiny up to a point. Like we're just not gonna talk about it. It's just makes it maybe bad. the Switch mm. Two will have better color profiles. Switch Two. <laughs> <laughs> the next console to come out of Nintendo is the Swatch. <laughs> yeah, handheld. All right. What about Changeable next week? Bands. All right. As I continue my journey through Galar in my all shiny playthrough of Pokemon Shield. I have noticed that the relatively ubiquitous helper Pokemon has a divergent audible vocalization from what appears on the screen. The written words make it appear as if it is trying to speak English. This Pokemon, much like its Colossian cousin Meowstic, can have both a different appearance and ability based on its presumed gender. 
That's all. That's it. That's everything you need. Jeez, I wasn't ready for that. I was just super short. In and out. Bam, bam. All right. Speaking of in and out, we're done. Thanks for listening. Animal style. If uh, if you want to follow Greg on Twitter, it is at White Wing. If you want Will to block you on Twitter, it is at Wash in the yep. Sink. Yep, very easy, not hard to do. If you want me on Twitter, it is at Dragging a Lake. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for making it to the end of the show, and uh, thanks for you know existing. Appreciate I appreciate you existing. We appreciate you, except yes. for Will. Will does not appreciate That's you. Very that true. is not true. I their existence. <laughs> can continue so long as I don't have to see them on Twitter. Thank you. Uh, Twitch.tv slash PKMNCast. Twitch, uh, or sorry, PKMNCast on TikTok, Instagram, uh, YouTube, everything, all that stuff. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, uh, question of the week, you can leave it down below. You can like, you can subscribe, you can do all the YouTube things. Uh, I read all your YouTube comments, so thank you. I read everything in the Slack and the Discord of the podcast. I love reading that kind of stuff, so don't stop believing. I'm 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 tired. End of the show. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast, and we are super effective, super handcrafted, handcrafted. A huge shout out to our Patreon producers, starting with Kevin, Steven, Sean, Potato, Matthew, Bovine, Kay, Jetson, Jessica, Jacob, Courtney, Brian, Evan, Ryan, Nate, Catherine, Casey, Josh, Gray, Dylan, Alvaro, and our executive producers of Anthony, Steph, Spencer, and Brady. Thank you so much your continued support if you too would like to support it's super effective get bonus episodes hear your name right on the show you can head over to ise.cash or just patreon.com slash pkmncast to support the show if you made it to the end as always thank you for listening and we will see you next week